Welcome to the Spiritual Rebels and Misfits Roundtable. Where we invite our fellow dreamers, thinkers, healers, lightworkers, world teachers, misfits, and rebels to join us every week at the Roundtable. Where we explore everything from love, business, life, and even things others might think are strange like UFOs or channeling. And we have co-created this space to deepen our own personal and spiritual journeys. And we'd love to have you add your questions, your wisdom, thoughts, ideas alongside us here at the Roundtable. And we're your hosts, Ashley Bradley, intuitive business coach and mom, calling out healers and lightworkers of the world to play a bigger game and show up with their unique magic. And this is my best friend, James Lesser. He is also a speaker, a writer, a member of the recovery community, and a clear spiritual activist. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the roundtable. We're talking about the practice of spiritual surrender today. And we have two amazing guests, like these coaches and these women that you're going to listen to are just absolutely amazing. Uh, We have Vanessa Lynn, who is an author and a coach. And she's actually the author of a book called Falling Together, A Tale of Believing in Your Own Magic. Um, We also have Sherry I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly, but um, she has a, a podcast called um, Unfolding Sharp Corners, where she also like loves diving into these different taboo um, topics. And what was like most interesting and compelling for you for this conversation? Um, besides my own personal moments of surrender with the technical difficulties, I just love, love, love these powerful, inspiring, you know, ethnic women that just brought so much to the table actually taught me a lot about surrender and really diving into surrender in the positive atmosphere right now for me personally a lot of it has to do with the world at large and not being able to surrender to the the political you know dynamics that are playing out right now our our social changing our spiritual awakening so i really learned a lot from both these women i think they were very very brave and candid and i i loved it it was absolutely divine conversation yeah and i think what is really amazing is that it's like really diving into surrender i can feel chaotic that it feels messy that it's this imperfect practice that we continue to show up for and we'll talk about if you're not even sure what we mean by that we'll break down what we're talking about but it's really like everything from the everyday moments to those big life-defining moments and vanessa her story i feel like that's like definitely one of the most profound stories absolutely that i've heard around like surrender and and what became you know of her life and what she created from it so enjoy it i'm just really glad that you're you're here and i'll be curious to hear what you take away from today Uh, it's a really really amazing conversation so enjoy Hey guys, if you are wanting to start your own podcast and you want a super easy way to do it, I highly recommend Anchor. So you can download the free Anchor app. You can either go to anchor.fm or just search on your phone for Anchor app. And the reason that I love it is it's completely free. It's a way that you can record and piece together like different elements of your podcast, whether you're on like your phone or your computer. And then it like basically puts 
your podcast in all of the different places, so like Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and then you can make money from it. So you don't have to have like any minimum amount of listeners. It's basically everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place for free. So you can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Have fun with it. Digging that lipstick, by the way. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Naughty girl lipstick. Oh my gosh, you. Okay, <laughs> see, you. This is you distract everybody right when we start. But welcome. <laughs> we are talking Hello, tonight. Everybody. We're talking about the practice of spiritual surrender, and we have a couple coaches, a couple guests that are actually joining us at the roundtable to chat with us and to just look at different aspects of this in their own lives how they maybe think about the term, because I feel like it's a, wouldn't you say that this is a term that you even like weren't into when I was like super obsessed with surrender, like starting a couple years ago, you weren't like always about it. Do you remember that? Uh, well, it's, we come from two different worlds on the development of the world word surrender, you know, coming from the yeah. world of recovery. I, well, even going back further from that, I had a really hard time with it, you know, cause from my background towards the end of my, shall we say adventures in alcoholism, like for me, like when I started hearing the word surrender, it felt like I was, you know, laying down my sword and shield, which kind of is what it is. But I felt like, you know, I had to keep the fight up, you know, I had to always be fighting and I had to be ready to fight and I had to fight everything and everyone and I didn't know how to relax and so yeah it was a, a journey with the word surrender and it's really the understanding of it's been transforming for the last couple of years you certainly are way ahead of me on the understanding of it and it's important so yeah for sure I wouldn't say I'm way ahead of you because I don't know about you but I feel like coming to this term like at first I was going to call it the art of surrender and I was like I don't know that makes it sound like very like like untouchable or something (laughs) and i'm like yeah i feel like it's a practice and like this concept of like allowing and flowing to me like it doesn't feel linear it doesn't feel like oh i've just been doing this so long i'm just so great at it and i don't i don't know like i feel like maybe i've gotten better but i don't feel like like, um, I don't know that this really ends. I feel like it's just like uh, a, a uh, human being thing. What do you think? Honestly, like, to be quite honest with it, I find it a fucking struggle sometimes. I'm not even gonna fucking lie. Like, there, and I, again, like, I'm getting a new handle on it, I hope and I think. But a lot of yeah. times, it, it, once you become aware of the need to surrender, I don't know if you feel the same way. Once you become aware of it, like there almost becomes like a passage of time where it's like, okay, I'm good with this. And then you hit this like road where it's like, I'm not, I'm not surrendering. I don't, I don't know how to surrender to this, you know, like a certain concept or a want or a relationship. It's like, oh God, I'm not surrendering to this. And it feels like a struggle until you can get back into like the spiritual flow of it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do want to define it for people because I think for some people using the term like this might be completely new. But I, I think what I'm like hearing you say, it's like when you first learn about something and you're really like now conscious about it, then you're like, oh, wow, like I totally am really bad at this. I'm totally failing at it. Whereas it seems like you were like better at life sometimes before you do about it. Is that kind of <laughs> what you're feeling? 
Well, if I can, can I, re can I, you know how, like I always compare with stuff. I have I Michael Singer's cause you know, you got me into this book and now it's like all, all I can talk about now people, people don't, don't be that person. <laughs> but it's all I talk about. You know, when I get into a book, that's all I talk about. And there's a passage from it in the very, this is from the, the surrender experiment. And what he says is, if life can manifest the DNA molecule on its own, not to mention create the human brain, how is it we feel we have to control everything on our own? There may, must be another more sane way to approach life. For example, what will happen if we respected the flow of life and used our free will to participate in what's unfolding instead of fighting it? What would the, be the quality of life that unfolds? And when I read that, I was like, shit, you know? And at first it felt contradictory <laughs> to my understanding. What are you laughing at? Like a crazy person, you're scaring me. I think, well, I don't know. Sometimes I'm, your audio gets unsynced. And so I might be responding to something different, but no, I'm laughing at you because you're, you're just a funny person. You've been talking about <laughs> serious things sometimes. <laughs> Rude, rude. But um, as I, I was saying, that really, I thought it was contradictory to the, the art of manifesting or laws of attraction. But then it made a lot of sense that if you lean into life and just go with the flow, the miraculous things that can happen instead of, you're, instead of fighting the flow of life. And I find myself fighting the flow of life quite often. I wanted to share the definition and I actually got it from that book. So the book that we're talking about is the surrender experiment. And that's the book that we, well, I guess Oprah, if I'm being really from the beginning of this journey, she has like her super soul Sundays and I really enjoy and love <laughs> Oprah. And I'm like, okay, if Oprah is telling me there's something to this like spiritual surrender, like I, I want to learn about this. And then, the untethered soul, I feel like in the coaching community was like one of the books that you hear about, like everyone's talking about it. And I remember you and I were even in a room of coaches together and someone's like, have you read surrender experiment? And then like 14 people were like, oh, yes, like that. <laughs> and I um, was like, Oh, like I, apparently this is like a book that's like a favorite of many people. And so um, this is Michael Singer's other book. This is a book that we're kind of in inspired by around this topic that um, you're in the middle of reading that I read a few years ago. And it's not surrender, like putting a like white flag down, right? Like giving up, because I think that mm. that's the way that surrender is used in, you know, most of our, I guess, languages. Um, but spiritual surrender, um, the way that it's defined in this book, and you might be able to kind of like tweak this a bit and fine tune it was really coming to or allowing life to come to you and to show up. And instead of having immediate preferences of, I don't like this, or I do like this really picking and setting your personal preference aside and really internally, like from a deep place, asking the question, like, what is life like bringing to me right now? What am I here to experience? What might be possible for me if I, really just went with with this universal flow and trusted that it was taking me somewhere and so that's um the way that i'm seeing it that's the way that i'm holding the, t the term um because i do feel like for me thinking about it that way almost as in steps <laughs> like okay this is what i focus on and then this is what i do next it really helps me because like 
like you're saying, I this does not come easy. Like I feel like as a mom, especially right now, I literally like had my <laughs> I'm breastfeeding and I get bitten by babies. Like just sometimes surrender into those moments where there's physical, <laughs> very physical and sometimes painful parts of motherhood, and to just like surrender and be there and just you know, be exhausted. And I, and I fail at it a lot. Honestly, I do like it's, it's a challenge for me, but, um, what do you want? What do you want to explore? Like beyond talking about what it is, like, what are some things that you hope to get out of this conversation? Even like from our guests as well, because we have two amazing coaches and women that are joining us. Well, I think that hopefully from these guests that you, you, you've, found that seem very, very well versed on a lot of questions that I have. It's going to be about that when the ego gets back involved and you're, you're trying to lean into the surrender and, and Michael Singer, he uses a lot of examples about like, and it harkens back to this book. I forget who wrote about the year of yes, where like, you know, mm. things come up and he doesn't want to do it, but it's because his personal preference is involved not because it's going to ruin his life or, you know, it's just pretty much, it's just an inconvenience to him. So he ends up saying yes a bunch of times or like agreeing to it and life unfolds in these magical ways because he's not fighting it. So I, I find myself when the ego gets back involved, you know, we're talking before we came on about like dating and like understanding a new realm that I'm in, you know, where I can't just, it doesn't feel good to me anymore to just have casual sex. I'm in this new realm and I want to fight it because I enjoy sex. I know that sounds like, like a, a big overshare, but just surrender to that. I'm not of that nature right now or anymore. We'll see. <laughs> More will be revealed. But the yeah. ego go, go wants to get involved and control things, right? Like, And that's probably how you feel with your kids in a different spectrum. Like, The ego wants to get in and control things. And you know, once you have that knowledge of surrender, and how if you just go with it, the unfolding of life will take you in a direction you didn't expect. But my ego wants to fight it every goddamn time, man. And so that's what I'm hoping to garnish from this conversation and these women that are going to be joining us and from you. So, yeah, how to tell the ego to shut the fuck up <laughs> and let life do its thing. And are you having a deep thought right thing. now? always but the thing that the thing that i still struggle with this topic around that i haven't come to an answer around a great answer around because i do feel like there's times where intuition comes into play because you know that's my thing and so thinking right now we were talking about how i'm really surrendering to a lot of directions like within my business that i feel like I ask for, but it's showing up in this different way that I expected and surrendering to that. And I also know that there's going to be other types of opportunities that show up. And so it makes me think, well, where does that line come in where we get, we also have that intuitive part, right? Like it's like of when we get to say something, right. Might not be for us because I, I do feel like there's, while it's easy to put just like a blanket like rule, like we love having like these rules that just like kind of can be our instruction guide to life and being like a spiritual person. I do feel like there's all these different nuances and that ultimately we do have to, like you're saying, kind of maybe differentiate of if it's coming from 
um, ego or control or inner critic or if it's like something that is coming from like a deep intuitive place of like honoring our values or honoring uh, something that we desire. Like, do you see how it, it can start to get like or feel a little complex if we add that in? Well, I mean, it's super complex, but I, I wonder how much of it is that you and I and everyone else makes it complex. You know what I mean? And I bet I get what you're saying. Michael Singer, I love him. He is like one of my favorite authors ever, but like he makes it seem so simple, you know? Yeah, like I just read today this story where he's talking about, he comes back to his land and they're building like a house on his land. And at first he's like a little upset by about it. And then he just like accepts it. And like, I, I'm like, I don't know that I could fucking do that. Like, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, <laughs> shit. Like, but <laughs> so like, I think that's a perfect example, but I mean, how much of it is that us still not leaning in and trusting the universe or how much is there like legit, like that's too much. You've crossed a boundary, you know? And if we back down to that level, like what, mysteries and what beautiful life can unfold you know what i mean like i, I really want to go with this but i get what you're saying especially with you with like kids and a husband like i have it a little bit easier because it's just me you know in this boat but then like you have like you your clients that you work with and then you know i have sponsees that i work with and it's trying to preface like okay when can i just say yes to shit mm -hmm. and when do i have to be like uh no and draw boundaries so i'm really interested to see what these coaches coaches got to say these authors got to say because i'm kind of i am lost in that kind of realm yeah i agree with you that like he says yes to some very big things and it's like someone asked me to go to like a shamanic retreat in new mexico and i would have like loved to go but i can't just be like peace uh bob and kids like i'm just gonna drive to new mexico <laughs> like there's yeah you're right like it's sort of like there's a lot of there's a lot of things you know to like look so at many nuances it. yeah mm -hmm. so i am gonna bring in um vanessa now who is our first guest and she is uh, a coach and an author and we'll just let her like share a little bit about her story hi hi how are so, you guys we're good. Thank you so much for, for being here because after I saw your link in your book, like, first of all, like you use the word magic a lot. So I was immediately <laughs> a fan of you. Oh, thank you. A language well, I, 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 I looked around on your site and I'm like, well, she likes to use intuition a lot. So I am automatically loved you too. <laughs> <laughs> so would you be willing to share like a little bit about just your relationship with surrender? Oh, Something yes. that made you say, like, yes, like I, I want to be there and be a part of this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it, as I was listening backstage, I was just like so eager to jump into this conversation because you said something about, I was going to call this the art of surrender, but it's hard to call it that because I have to agree, there's nothing really graceful about it. You kind of have to fall apart <laughs> and you don't know how far you're going to tumble. And in my book, it's called Falling Together. <laughs> tale of believing in your own magic and in this story i am like on the up and up i'm building my career i cannot go wrong it seems like i'm walking on water i'm pregnant with my first child i got it all together i've got a million things going on book clubs all these friends things to do people to see 
my life is just perfect and I'm in control. That is what I think. That is what my intellect tells me. And it wasn't until a very visceral moment when all of a sudden my life fell apart. The husband who I thought loved me left me when I was six months pregnant and everything just kind of brought me to my knees. I was completely leveled, so humiliated, so embarrassed about what had happened to my life. And I didn't have anywhere else to go except inward and to surrender to the fact that I couldn't control any of it. I thought I had it all under control. I thought I had this trajectory and this very specific life path chosen. All of it wiped out instantly and I had to start over with three months left to figure out how to get my head right before the baby came. So time, pressure, yeah, a little bit. And I had to, in that moment, really walk my talk because I have been a student of spiritual law for over a dozen years. And I had known people have dark nights of the soul. These are the, the breaking open moments. And I hadn't had one of those, not that big. And I said, here's my time. This is my chance. There is nowhere else to go and I will not let my baby down, will I? Can't fail before he's even born. So I had to find the blessing, find the silver lining and let go of the control that I thought that I had. You know, that's one of the saboteurs that many people have is this Uber controller. Like I'm, if I hold on long enough and I say to life, this is how <laughs> you will operate for me. I'm gonna always be in control. Well, guess what? Nope, doesn't work out that way. Didn't work out for me that way. And what really was beautiful about the whole situation was that it did break me open. It broke me open to a whole new level of spiritual understanding because I lived through it. I walked the talk, mm. I lived it and I saw the other side and on the other side, of forgiveness is this beautiful, magical thing. And it's this power of your spirit that kind of pulls you through it, propels you forward. And because that's what I radiate out into the universe, that is exactly what I attracted back. And I'm telling you in record time, I manifested the life I wanted. James, I, I feel like you need to say something right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think his audio is a little slightly. Oh, it is. Yeah, he's saying yeah. something. You can't hear him. I think that's why he was getting confused. Sometimes it'll, I think, get wonky. But James, if that's what's going on yeah. in case. See, <laughs> I think it comes in place back. <laughs> you know, we're going to surrender to that. Like, I feel like there's times, there's times of me <laughs> that wants to control that. Gosh. It's just like. Well, we're going to surrender to it. So here's what I'm curious about. Mm -hmm. Was there a centering thought or a thing that you told yourself repeatedly that got you through those moments of trying to control it? The universe has my back. It's a it test. My it's back. a test to the universe. Mm -hmm. I, I did say that all the time. And you know what I did repeatedly was um, gratitudeless. I would mm -hmm. sit on the train and go to work every day um, and just sit with my journal and write down just three things. If I could think of three things that I could be grateful for, I could get through the day. 
And it was just one step at a time because some days I just, I didn't want to write a damn thing. Mm. I really didn't. It was hard. And even though I thought, you know, I thought I'd reached my bottomed out and I, that I had completely surrendered. Well, then I'm going through a divorce. And you know what that brings out in you is a bunch of egos and barking dogs. And so I had to continue to let that happen. Like it's not graceful. You think you're, you know, you let that anger fuel you and you think that's going to make you stronger. And then it's your ego speaking again. And then you just get knocked right down again on your ass. So it comes and goes up and down over and over. And that continuous thing for me really was the practice of gratitude. Did you hear how we were talking about like a little of those weird nuances of like, well, when is something just maybe too far? Like, do you have any views? Cause I, sometimes it's easy to be like, yes, it's black or white, but when we're in it, there might be moments that aren't. How do you see that? Well, I don't think anything's really ever black or white. You know, it's a very personal journey and nobody can really tell you you're doing it right or you're doing it wrong. You know within yourself when you really have started to trust. Mm. When you trust that the universe does have your back, and I kept saying it over and over to myself, even though sometimes I didn't believe it. it Seeding my subconscious with the belief was what grounded me and helped me to, to move forward. But is there a an exact science, an exact way to pull through? No, absolutely not. I think every spirit is different. I want to leave spaciousness because I bet James has a question, but I feel like if I live, leave him spaciousness, then the audio thing will. Yeah, let's, let's give him a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, am I, am I synced back up yet? I don't know. Just say something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's kind of funny though, because in some ways, like it's kind of the perfect thing to be happening, like for this topic in some ways, mm -hmm. like um, as awkward as it is to just like not know what's going on and be live. Mm -hmm. It's like my word for it was, is relax because um, I did hypno babies with both of my kids. And I think that, Ooh. um, like I see people doing like the ice bath things and like kind of surrendering to that and sort of mm -hmm. using the body. So I don't know about that. Um, I'm going to add you back in James. Um, but I did the hypno babies, which is like self hypnosis, like um, natural childbirth. And it was sort of like the, the term relax was allowing your body to relax into it and not fighting mm -hmm. it, like actually physically not resisting it and making it more painful, but just like allowing your body to do its thing. And so I didn't connect it until um, really more recent weeks, but I'm like, maybe that would work like in other times in life to use that mm -hmm. same like hypnotic cue, but in um, just everyday life, not in sort of a, a, yeah. a hard physical experience. So yeah, I, I, I absolutely it. believe that. Yes. Repeating that to yourself, I think it would work. I mean, there's something about um, leaning into it, you know, there, when you, allow yourself to, I, I think I read every book about divorce as I was going through the divorce, but there, I forget the name of the book it was that I read this in, but leaning into the pain, allowing yourself to feel the pain of what you're going through. It's the, it's that whole process coaching too, right? You, you feel the feelings and you allow them to flow through you 
not define you. And therein lies a lot of freedom. It's just letting it come through and then letting it go. I James, say that. something. Okay, I, I think you're back. Okay. I yeah. think so. <laughs> that was, that was, I was gonna, I was gonna talk to you when I see you tomorrow, Ashley, about like, I've been noticing like a lot of weird things with like electronics and like, I don't know, but like in other people's lives too. Anyways, anyways, Vanessa, I just want to say like, thank you so much for telling your truth, man. Like that really, you gave me chills when you're speaking. And you got like the perfect voice for audio. So I don't know if you've done the audio book yet, but I could listen to that. No. Long, but I, I wanted to ask you <laughs> the big challenges. And I, like, that's a everyday nuances. That's mm -hmm. where I think I'm really struggling. If you have advice on that, I think that once we have a little bit of spiritual clarity in us, we get so affected by people, places, and things. And that's where I lose my surrender capability. And if you have any advice on like the day-to-day, -day, how to, to surrender to the hustle and bustle of life and other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think the first thing is to be fully present in where you are and then allow yourself time to notice when you're triggered, right? You feel that like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like my heart's beating out of my chest or, or something happens to really piss me off and I feel like my blood is boiling and you can sense that adrenaline rush kind of coming. In that moment, that's when you have to pause. That's when you have to kind of put all your toes planted on the ground, kind of try and feel each one. Mm -hmm. Just a physical way to ground yourself or even just kind of feeling your own fingers or something. People won't notice that. Just divert that energy somewhere else and that allows you the graciousness to say okay why am i feeling this way first just get curious and who do i want to show up as right now because i could say a few choice words or <laughs> i could speak from my higher place i love that you say get curious right now i, lo <laughs> I love that it's a very ashley kind of thing to say <laughs> <laughs> it's a very coachy, I think. It I is. Coaches are very We're naturally curious people. I think that's <laughs> in the coaching. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I think Solange was um, moving, and she's usually the one that helps us drop the link. So I, we might just need to drop them after. But okay. what I do know is that um, your name, people can see your name if they're watching right now. And so... Uh, Vanessa Lynn author .com, uh, backslash book. Here, I'll do this so you can see my yeah. book. Which yeah, so I, I want you to find um, <laughs> her. Like maybe, I bet if they go even Google your name, they'll be able to find you yeah. and your book as well. Absolutely. And I'll make sure we put the links in the show notes. But um, can you just tell people more about like how they can find you or your, your book or Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so if you want to find my website, it's vanessalynnauthor.com. And you can find me on Facebook too, um, Vanessa Lynn Author. Pretty easy to find. Um, and on Instagram, I'm at your leader within, which I'm sure will bring mm. a smile to your face, Ashley. <laughs> it's part it. of our training. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I, um, I just want to thank you. I feel like there's probably other topics like now that i know you and i know mm -hmm. your book i feel like there's i think james is thinking the same thing that i'm like oh like 
you know, the topic of divorce or like for people that are going through divorces or separation spiritually, like, yeah. I feel like I'm going to tap you again and be like, Hey, will you come back and talk to and me? And I will totally come back. I would love to be here. Like you guys have such good energy and it's so easy to talk to you. So thank Aww. you for having me. Thank you, Vanessa. I really appreciate Aww, you. I love her. I know. Me too. Oh, love you, you too. so much, Vanessa. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye, Vanessa. Have a good night. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So I Bye, think Vanessa. you're synced up so nice before we bring you. Sherry. Are we unsynced? Hold on. Hold on. Let's. <laughs> am I synced up now? Okay. I am I synced? Watch my mouth. Am I, I synced? I. Because that I was driving so. me nuts. But I was surrendering. <laughs> Okay. I have <laughs> that was driving me nuts, but again, surrender. Spirit. It's spirit being so funny with us, trying to trying to mess <laughs> with some things and be like, oh, these bitches want to talk about surrender. Let's see what they oh, do with you think it. You're so spiritual. Let's see how spiritual we are right now. And I'm like, I'm like busting blood vessels over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna bring in Sherry now. Hi, Sherry. Hi. Welcome to the match. Hi, Ashley. Hi, James. Thank I'm glad you. I saw that awkwardness. I, I can't, I don't know if I can, we can promise you the same level, but we can promise you that um, there's a lot of uh, kind of weirdness and uh, fun yes. with us, regardless of audio. Bring it. <laughs> but I was excited. So we'll make is, sure we'll drop Is that, that our podcast promise? <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The promise. But um, so Sh Sherry is a coach as well from uh, a coaching community that I'm in. And so I know that you like to explore topics that are like taboo or a little bit different in your mm -hmm. podcast. But what was it that like got you excited to talk about surrender today? Yeah. When I saw that you were talking about surrender, I was like, yes, I need to talk about this because at the very beginning of the year, well, really November of last year, November is my reflection time. And that's a, that's when the sort of bubbled up this idea of surrender. It came from a coach that I had at the time that was like, what if, if you release control, everything will be perfect. And at that time I was like, no, in what world does that operate? <laughs> like that is not how the world works. And it really, I kept reflecting on it, kept reflecting on it. And surrender has become a very powerful word for me this year. It's my word for 2020, pre-COVID. And then COVID and our social uprising and our mm, government right now uh, has forced me into surrender in many ways. And it's a practice for sure. Um, and it, I really want to be in discussion with people about it because it's it's a practice and it's not easy like you guys were talking about. Mm. Yeah. So surrender, I think, was my word like when I was reading the book a few years ago, but I still have up in one of my work areas like these glittery letters that are, they say surrender. And it was mm. kind of like on a party banner and they were glittery. And I'm like, I need this so much that I'm going to like craft and like have it in my face all day because smart. I feel like even, um, I don't know if it's, I think it's just one of those things. Like what, what have you been finding challenging about it? What have you, maybe what's the wisdom as well? <laughs> of yeah. As the challenges are easy. There's a lot of them. Um, I think the challenge of surrender is 
fighting my own need to control. I, I come from a background of project management and before that engineering. So I was like the culture, the world has molded me into a place of control, control, control to deliver in the workplace. But that was really how I saw the world. I saw my life um, and needing to undo all of that and really um, trust that it's gonna be okay. Um, mm which is faith, um, even though I'm not particularly uh, religious or even spiritual, it's just that feeling of, I have to let go. I have to believe that it's going to happen was a practice. Um, <laughs> did not come easy for most of the year. Um, but with time and with practice, um, it really has become because I witnessed that happening in my life, because I have found ease, because I have found that it works, then it helps me practice it more and more in bigger and bigger and bigger ways. Um, my relationship would be a really key place where that happened was just not trying to control myself, control the other. Coaching is another place where you learn to not control the situation and dance in the moment. Um, you know, you have this banner of surrender in my email every year at the beginning, I write an email that says, what's my word of the year? And what do I intend? What's the meaning of that for me, at least in that moment? And it really was like just the way when you dance, I don't know if you guys dance salsa or any other partner dancing, where you just have to trust and sort of flow. And there's a beautiful moment where neither person's in control. And, and you're sort of playing off of each other and sort of co-creating in the moment. That mm. was my intention. <laughs> it didn't work super well in the first half of the year. Um, was really trying to fight everything going on. And at some point I was like, right, that was my word. Let me practice that here. And it's gotten easier. It's definitely a work in progress. Mm. Yeah. So can I synced up? Mm -hmm. I think so. <laughs> okay. so, so. So, Sherry, I'm really, really intrigued by you. I was, you know, Ashley sent me over some information and I'm really intrigued by you. And I can see you treading lightly on some of the stuff that you may be working to surrender right now. And I feel you mm -hmm. on that. And I just want to ask you, like with our current government and the social issues that we're really facing now, what is help me give me some pointers on going from, you know, I don't want to become a victim, but I know the need to surrender. Does that make sense? Like I want to make sure I don't get into victimhood. And like, I, I tread this very fine line be between being an activist and becoming an angry, bitter man mm. and oh trying gosh. to find that balance. So do you have any words on that? Cause that's my <laughs> current struggle and surrender right now. And I know Ashley and I have private conversations about it, but you seem like the person to turn to for a little it's, advice on that. It's so funny you said that because that is exactly what's unfolding for me. It was, I've recorded a podcast with my co-host this weekend over this topic exactly. Cause I'm like, it's really hard to hold surrender, you know, living with life, flowing, co-creating with the universe. And then what happens when, no, this is the time to stand up, to fight for something, to say something. And when I'm trying to navigate that, I go between my own health, right? And like, it would be mm -hmm. easy to skip over what's happening and sort of and be, live in a little 
privileged space and ignore that mm-hmm. and and be very zen and i've been sort of exploring buddhism as a way to center and ground and and i i get there and i and i'm like well this feels really good on my own like i took a retreat a solo retreat and practice a lot of just being with whatever was present and and moving with whatever was present and i was like this is wonderful it's here i'm out in you know the woods of pennsylvania and i can just relax but how do i engage back in real life every day without becoming incredibly toxically angry um mm-hmm. where there's rage you know and which was frankly uh march april may june july <laughs> <laughs> so good part of this year um and so on the other end is i think where i'm at is i need to metabolize the anger and the rage and that means being with it holding it processing it whatever i need to do to move it through my body i use my body a lot to help me ground and if i'm being with it that's also a form of surrender because it's really easy for us to avoid difficult emotions and so that's where i think the practice of surrender and being with it in the body helps move it through and then i can sort of approach still the action i need to do from a place of centeredness from a place of this aligns with my values and i want to create excuse me create from here and that is that's where i'm at in here <laughs> i'm working on the practice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but i i love that you you say that because it it's i you know it and you can feel that zen moment but it feels like it can own right now currently it feels like it can be only moments you know with the climate that's going on because I, I was reading like some of the topics with you and your co-host and i like mm-hmm. instantly my heart lit up because it's like oh my gosh someone that gets it and like my fear is what looms ahead <laughs> You know what I mean? The Mm. month ahead and how to really surrender that we have little control in that, you know, Mm. we can vote, we can, we can speak, we can be activists, we can march, but the little control we have and to be okay with that, that I've done enough and rest my head on the pillow at night. That's what I really struggle with right now. That Mm. kind of surrender. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that made sense, but I just, I I loved everything that you guys, and real quick, how how can people find your podcast again? Because I really, really want to get involved myself with the podcast and everything you guys are talking about. Thank you. Yeah, um, probably the best way would be um, at Unfolding Sharp Corners, that's the name of it, um, on Instagram. And from there, you can also link to Spotify, Apple, Google, Um, but it's called Unfolding Sharp Corners. And we talk about painful things that we're trying to unlearn, relearn, and do that with each other and with our community of listeners. I love what you're saying. You were talking about it. um, You used a different word that I really liked, but with the anger that it has to transform. And um, I see people, and you probably see a lot of people right now, like even with your clients that have the anger, but like we're recognizing that like the anger is like, it's a starting place, right? It's sort of like this raw material that we can alchemize and then turn it into something different. And um, I don't know, like, are you also seeing it like spark like things in people in terms of them moving through barriers of discomfort to actually like share their gifts with the world to like write that book? Are you, are you seeing a lot of that too right now? Yeah, I think 
I think we can't talk about anger, especially in this context, without thinking about grief as well, right? So, I, and I think that's what the metabolizing does, right? Um, that we're spending a lot of energy feeling either angry to avoid feeling the grief um, mm. or to avoid feeling something else that we're not ready to deal with. And when we can metabolize, process, move through, also not to say that there's anything wrong with anger. Like anger is incredibly valuable. I think there's uh, something I read today. It was like the difference between anger and rage is where you might want to be, you know, thinking mm. about your own health. But anger in and of itself especially when we're crossing boundaries in relationships and society is really important. It's telling us that something's not right and we need to, to work with that. So I think the holding processing of anger, sadness, grief, whatever else is under there is the, the movement is surrendering in some ways. And then comes the energy to go back out and live liberated, to be free, to live your fullness and hold accountability for our society, for our relationships, for whoever you're trying to work with. But yes, it is very much evident that some folks it's anger, some folks it's straight, just straight to grief, you know, and hopelessness, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. I feel you on that one. I feel you yeah. on that one. And if we're with it, then we can move from hopelessness into, all right, let's be with that pain and then move into action. Mm. Yeah, like I always love how people talk about emotion being that it needs to stay in motion, that it needs to cycle through. And I think it was really Michael Singer's other book that talked about how we really do kind of trap it and we stop the cycle, whereas animals can like shake off or do things to move That's right. like through the full emotional cycle. And that it's kind of like we're bumping into all these stuckness. I mean, I know I... I was always just utilizing coaches and now I'm like, oh, like I'm in therapy. I feel triggered. I feel unsafe. Like what's here? Let me go and process these things that I've ignored. Mm -hmm. So I do see in a lot of ways like COVID really keeping people still because a lot of times we don't want to feel yeah. those emotions. So we have our busyness, right? That I do feel like that's a part of the reason why it actually might be happening for us and moving us towards this like mm -hmm. greater awakening of humanity is that people have are almost being forced unfortunately like by the world around them to like be with it and yes um i guess i just hope that they are finding some kind of support what support i feel like comes in many ways something for them if they need it right to mm -hmm. to know that they're not alone and that it's completely normal that's why i always like to talk about it i'm sure why you like to kind of talk about and normalize like hey these are things that we all feel like what comes up for you there yeah i, I think um we had my co-host and i we talked about when covid was first coming through this idea of all right what's possible on the other side what what is this portal and of course like we now know this portal is very long <laughs> a lot longer than we thought in the beginning um but and how to like live those values now and live like that now. So there was this other idea based in, there's a concept called social Aikido, which is like Aikido is a form of martial arts where whatever energy is coming at you, you don't go against it, you roll with it and use it to move into the next thing. And in social Aikido, that's okay, whatever energy someone's coming with, you take it and you're like roll with it and move into, you know, 
moving into the next phase of that conversation using that energy. And so we thought about, well, what is this energy of COVID? And is it, if it is destructive energy in a good way, like I don't think destruction is bad, right? That that destruction happens and new creation and life can come from that. And so this destructive energy of COVID is coming. Okay, how do we intentionally destroy what do we need to intentionally destroy and use that energy to do that and then let that open up something else to come forward? You know, that's, oh. that's where that takes me, yeah. I, I love that you mentioned grief in it though because Ashley and I, when COVID first really hit and what became aware, like I really was at peace with it. I was like, and mm -hmm. Ashley and I had beautiful comments, like this is the great awakening and everyone's going to stop and see what's really important in life. And we're going to value when it, and it, it could have been that. And I feel mm -hmm. like as this has spanned out, unfortunately our culture has been trained not to think in those peaceful terms and it kind of turned ratchet. And so for me <laughs> recently, it's been, it's been grief that this great opportunity of a great awakening was missed. And there comes with it that rage at society, our government and other people for not letting us have this great moment of awakening. And everyone's just so selfish and so full of themselves and thinking about like their rights that like we miss this huge opportunity and having to surrender being really indignant about that. So mm -hmm. that's where I'm at with it. And then of course our elections right around the corner and it's like, I have to surrender people's rights mm -hmm. to vote for people that want to take away human rights and surrender that I have no control over that. I know that was more of a rant, but do you feel me on that? <laughs> I do. I do 100%. <laughs> I mean, I have a friend who talks about like everything is unfolding as it should. Mm. Right. And mm -hmm. that there is this destruction is happening and it's, that is not easy to hold because there are people getting hurt and mm -hmm. not just now the trauma lasts for generations, right? That's important to acknowledge. And we talked about, you know, what if the election had been different in 2016, right? Would we just be kicking this can down the road, right? And in some ways, like, is this forcing us to hold these conversations that we were otherwise avoiding, you know? And I, it sucks that that's what it takes, you know? That, that moment there was that two-week period even where everything did shut down and it was a little scary but it was also you know this is another way that the world could be we could build a whole new way of being right everything is a choice in the way that we live but I don't think we've missed the opportunity you know I think we have that it's happened and there's something we can like make that real by like remember this happened, yeah. this is possible. And we don't have to live, we don't have to live the way we have lived for hundreds, if not thousands of years, you know. But those, those are big, hard, long, nuanced <laughs> conversations to have. You know? and, well, thank you for bringing the positivity to it. I just had to be honest and roll out these things sure. that I'm trying to surrender, you know? And it feels like all these great opportunities keep getting missed. And I think that like this book hit me at the perfect time and the whole concept of surrender, because I'm like, here's another great opportunity. Oh, you know, another great, mm -hmm. oh. And like really surrendering that it's not mine to control. And That's like right. you said, 
Ashley says it all the time, like everything's unfolding as it should. And sometimes I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm I'm like sometimes I'm like, really, motherfucker? Like it is? Like you sure about that? <laughs> so thank you for bringing that positivity to it because I just wanted to throw it out there that that's what I'm really trying to surrender. Like, yeah. That, toxicity in the world is not mine to control it's my own toxicity that i must control and you know really come to terms with and really nurture the good parts of me so thank you for the positivity i needed that it's thank you yeah i just uh wanted to say yeah what you what you said about going inward to ourselves is, is so key that that is, in all of these situations, that is the work that needs to happen for, for everyone, right? We, ultimately, the best work we can do is go inward. Oh, remember, Thank James, you, remember. Sherry. Thank you so much, Sherry. I know, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> so Sherry has her podcast, Unfolding Sharp Edges. Corner, yeah. Corner, see, yeah. I'm sorry. No worries. This this is why we need Solange and she's not here today because I'm like, I'm not very good with the rubber. Okay. And so we will put that in the show notes if anybody is listening to this um, in podcast form and we'll put it in the comments as well. Any other places where people can find you, Sherry, or where you want them to see what you're up yeah. to? Yeah, so um, at Hatch and Bloom on Instagram is, again, the easiest way and there's a link there to my website. Um, that's probably the best place to reach me and, of course, our podcast. Yeah. Thank well, you. Well, I Sherry. hope you'll, I, you'll I, come back and join us to get, again, Sherry, because <laughs> there's going to be a lot of issues coming up with the next couple months that I hope you'll yes, join us for. Definitely. Same. And we'd love to have you on our podcast, too. Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> Bye, Sherry. Have Bye. A good thank you. Thank you both. This is great. Thank you. <sighs> oh, sorry, Sherry. <laughs> um, so, when I hear women like Sherry and Vanessa like speak, like there's this sense, I don't know if you experience this of like almost feeling like I want to come like the tears welling up because I'm like, these people are so beautiful. This gives me faith in humanity. Like, look at these like brilliant women. This is why politics and like leadership needs more women. Like listen to these women. Like I just like feel kind of enamored and so like very in awe of like, women like Vanessa and Sherry. And so, um, okay. I don't know. Do, I just want to give them a moment, that, a shout oh, out. Hold on. I want to, you know, you're one of those women for other people though, right? Like, don't get it twisted. You are <laughs> of that grade. And that's why women like that join our show is because of you. You are that woman to me. So I want to give it a shout out to you to realize you. your own power and magic. I love you more. And I'm trying to receive better because there's times where it's hard. It's it's hard sometimes. Sometimes you just have to surrender to like receiving things, receiving like love and and compliments, and just like enjoying that. Because I don't know who conditioned us or who told us not to, but somehow a lot of us have that right, you know, in us. But I think it, it was just really cool to hear different perspectives and really like different places in life um, that this is showing up for people because I think that this this is for everybody, right? Like this isn't just for somebody that's on like, you know, at the top of a mountain, like meditating, like this is really like something for all of us right now that really brings us 
like more like peace and contentment and like fulfillment to just like be with life and be be present with it. So I'm glad that we had this conversation. Like what are things that really jumped out for you today? Um, well, I, you know, again, it was surrendering because I really wanted to engage a little bit more with Vanessa because I, I am that person that feels that like when like great tests come, I can rise to it. You know, when it came time for me to finally surrender and get sober, I was able to rise to it, handle it, get through it. You know, uh, you know, you know, my childhood rise to that, get through it, death, you know, rise. But like, it's the everyday nuances that I really have to surrender. And I think surrender, it's not just, it's, it is for everyone because we're surrendering to the human condition, you know? And I love that the surrender experiment is kind of a pre-sequel to the untethered soul and really lets you know how it came to be because his whole journey was he one day realized there was a voice in his head and he became obsessed with trying to quiet that voice. And it sent him on this like whole escapade to his current standing as like this great spiritual leader but I think the great takeaway is we have to surrender the human condition. The human condition is, is really we're, we're souls on a human journey and no one's going to get it right. We're all going to mess up. We're all going to get messy and we have to accept that messiness, you know, and type A personality like you and I can be sometimes, <laughs> we don't want to <laughs> surrender to the messiness, you know, we want to yeah, control it. We have the, the best intentions of controlling everything for everyone involved we're going to make it the best possible but we have to surrender at how messy it is you know your nipple getting bit <laughs> so it was really refreshing to hear those two women and i get really jealous of how great everyone's voices is including yours i feel like i have like a really annoying voice and i hear them and i'm like oh my god like everyone's voice is so beautiful and peaceful and why can't I be more like that? <laughs> I'm gonna like not ask you. I think they probably have coaching questions <laughs> that are coming up in their heads and we're not gonna go there right now. But you do have an amazing, beautiful voice. And I bet it even is at like a perfect like healing frequency that just like activates something in people. So that's my story about it. Is that is that your, your theory on my voice? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> here's the other thing that I think, like, because we talked about the world, like, falling apart in all of these mm -hmm. different places, and I always think about that. I already know deep inside me that, like, oh, this is, like, the thing that we came here for, to, like, rebuild this, like, new, like, version of what our world looks like. And it's sort of like we don't like the, they're kind of bringing themselves to the ground. That's always a sense that I get right of like surrendering to that and knowing that in that place of like comfort, things don't change. And I think Vanessa's story talked about how it does feel like a lot of destruction and chaos and messiness before that new uh, like space, right, is opened up for something new, like really what we've been dreaming about and what we've been wanting the entire time to like come in. And so I, I think that there's that sense of like surrender. I think I got to it through intuition and it allows me to maybe better surrender to what's happening because I really feel that, 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 that is like, there's a purpose to all of this. And the other thing, and I'm included in this is like, I see for a lot of the people in uh, my community, people that do a lot of spiritual work, like healers, light workers, there's a lot of people that are 
having things activated in them, different gifts, or even like calls, like to write a book. And that can be very uncomfortable, like to let a part of you show that's never shown before and to actually like attempt a thing that feels like really big and huge. I know that like sometimes it actually is just surrendering to your own magic and and leading with your own magic and, and really not being afraid to, to stand up and be different and share your gift. And so that's that's the one that I think um, is very like close to my heart right now. But um, so I feel like it is, it is sort of like the everyday things and these like massive, massive things at the same time. I, I totally, I mean, again, what I really struggle with is the tumble this, this last year has been of like, okay, this is where the destruction is going to end and the rebuilding begins. And then there's like another level of societal destruction. And it's like, okay, this, this is where we're going to really see where we're at, you know, a rock bottom. If I can talk about it in recovery terms, this is society's rock bottom. We're going to build from here. And it's like, nope, we're going to keep on going. And it, so it's been really frustrating. And then on a personal level, like I've been really realizing reading this book, like my, the human experience in me is like, oh my God, like you're 40. And like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? And like, and thank God this book came and went, because like, nope, nope, we're not doing that, you know? And a lot of conversations with people that I work with in the program is like, you do the next right indicated step. You follow and you keep your head down and do the next right indicated step and you trust the universe. And I'm really trying to get back into that and not keep my eye on what everyone else is doing on what I'm doing. So I love that, uh, you know, she was speaking of, you know, the inward works. I need to get back inward, you know, not worry about outward inward. So I want to tell you that Lisa um, <laughs> loves your voice as well. So just wanted to show you that in case you needed that. Um, but thanks everybody for watching. I know that you and I, I don't actually think that we know yet what we're talking about next week for our topic. I think we're figuring that out together tomorrow. Um, but we do have our group, the Spiritual Rebels and Misfits Roundtable, our group on Facebook so that we can continue to like engage in these conversations. We like to try to find guests there first when we can to hear like what's going on with you. What topic would you love to see discussed? So if you're not, if you're like watching today or watching the replay, like find us in there um, because that's really our intention. Like I think that that's really your vision of this as well as like having continued like deeper conversations and connections like in, in a place like that. Well, a lot of time I really, I don't, I don't give a shit what you and I necessarily want to talk about because you and I have, I want to, I want to know what everyone else wants to talk about too. Cause that's what I, and I know you're the same way you get really curious about like what, and then getting really enthralled. So what does everyone else want to talk about? I know you, I, and that fucking pendulum are going to decide tomorrow <laughs> what the topics are, but you know what everyone else wants to talk about. So yeah, absolutely. I like seeing like patterns though. So like if people are posting what's going on with them and like, I have, like a way of like seeing the pattern of it. And then like, I think that's a coach thing as well of like pulling out the topic. And so it doesn't have to, you don't have to have like a perfect or beautiful way of like saying it, but like just hearing where you're at so that we can see the pattern and so that you feel like the topic that we discuss like gives you, I don't know, I don't even know what the, what I want to say exactly right now, but something about collectively like sharing wisdom on, on an experience is really powerful and healing in itself. And like, that's what we want to do. That's what this round table is about. 
But anyway, we'll just keep talking if you don't end this. So um, we love you and we want to thank you for being here tonight and we'll see you guys next week. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.